This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diabetes Knowledge into Practice podcast, sharing news, views and updates in diabetes care. This episode is supported by an educational grant from Novo Nordisk AS, who have had no influence on the content. I'm Emma, and this is another News Flash episode aiming to update you on newly published data with a summary of the key takeaways, all in under five minutes. Today we're reporting on a study from the United Kingdom by the National Diabetes Audits Research Group that was published in the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology, titled Comparison of Mortality in People with Type 1 and Type 2 Diabetes by Age of Diagnosis, an Incident Population-Based Study in England and Wales. Increasing numbers of children and young adults are diagnosed with Type 2 diabetes, a trend that's attributed to lifestyle changes, particularly sedentary habits, and increases in obesity. Studies suggest that mortality rates are higher for young people diagnosed with type 2 diabetes compared with those diagnosed later in life, while others have suggested those diagnosed before age 40 have an overall mortality risk similar to people with type 1 diabetes. However, these data are derived from small cohorts analysed before trials showed the benefits of improved control of blood sugar, blood pressure and lipid levels. To better compare mortality data for young people with type 2 versus type 1 diabetes in the present day, this research group relied on the National Diabetes Audit for England and Wales to conduct an incident population-based study. Identified in this registry for the purpose of the study was an incident cohort composed of 35,000 participants with type 1 diabetes and 1.4 million participants with type 2 diabetes, who were all diagnosed during the chosen time frame of between 2008 and 2014. Participants were followed until the end of 2019 with a median follow-up time of around eight years for both groups. For those diagnosed between 20 and 39 years old, mortality rates were analysed by sex for both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. For women, the mortality rates for type 1 and type 2 diabetes in this age group were found to be similar at 1.4 per 1,000 person years for type 1 diabetes and 1.6 per 1,000 person years for type 2 diabetes. However, both of these mortality rates were substantially higher than the mortality rate of 0.4 per 1,000 person years for women in this same age group in the general population. For men in this defined age group of 20 to 39, mortality rates for type 1 and type 2 diabetes differed more than for women. For type 1 diabetes, mortality was 2.6 per 1,000 person years, for type 2 diabetes, 1.9 per 1,000 person years, and for the general population, markedly lower at 0.8 per 1,000 person years. Cox proportional hazard models were also used to assess the hazard of mortality by type of diabetes and showed that the hazard for all-cause mortality for men with type 1 diabetes was significantly higher in all age ranges compared with type 2 diabetes. For women aged 20 to 39 years, mortality was significantly higher in type 2 diabetes compared with type 1 diabetes, but this difference subsided when diabetes was diagnosed later in life. Additional characteristics demonstrated in the young cohort for type 2 compared with type 1 diabetes included the following body mass index and mean systolic blood pressure were significantly higher for people with type 2 diabetes, 
mean HbA1c was higher in people with type 1 diabetes, a finding that was noted in all age groups, total cholesterol and estimated glomerular filtration rate did not vary by type of diabetes. According to the authors, the strength of this analysis is in the size of the cohort drawn from treatment in the modern era of diabetes care. They note, however, that longer-term study is required to identify how risk patterns develop over longer duration to more accurately reflect lifetime risk. The authors summarise that this analysis underscores the high-risk nature for both type 1 and type 2 diabetes diagnosed earlier in life. They concluded, to reduce the burden of diabetes for young people, it will be necessary to focus on primary prevention of type 2 diabetes and reduction of risk factors following diagnosis of both types of diabetes. Thanks for listening to this data summary. For more topical updates from current publications, subscribe to this podcast so you can participate as soon as the episodes are released. We look forward to joining you next time.